losing a legend. What a week. My name is Matt Sinovic. I'm the executive director of Progress Iowa. And I'm Ivy Beckenholt, communications director of Progress Iowa. Welcome to What a Week with hot takes about the week's news and shout outs for people doing good in the world. Um, but this week we start with what made headlines during the past week. Uh, the first headline, Ivy, is just the, 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 I mean, the, the news hanging over the entire week and probably for the next several months um, is the loss of, of Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, I have my own thoughts on this and obviously just enormously an enormous tragedy, but what, what are, what was your reaction to, to this news? I mean, there's just so much that I think everyone was feeling, especially when they heard the news and she just stands for a lot. Obviously she's done great work, gender equality, lots of things like that, but just what she represented meant a lot to everyone. You know, as a woman, as a Jewish woman, I looked up to her a lot. So I think that her passing is just gonna leave like this empty place for a lot of us. And so she just was amazing. And there's nothing really that can make it better, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wish that I had some, you know, comforting, fully comforting thing to be able to say um, about the space that she took up and is ne- that is now void um, on the court and in our culture and in our in you know life as activists and and just people who want to do a little this country to be just a little bit better. Um, I um, I do. I guess I do. I take that back. I have two things I, that like I want to take away. Um, one is the picture of uh, one is the 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 donations that have come in um, to campaigns, specifically Senate races. I mean, I think Act Blue broke basically last weekend. You saw those headlines, mm-hmm. and the voter and and potentially a voter turnout surge could be happening um, because, I mean, people are already fired up this year. I think there's like a max level of fired upness that you can get to. But all these people that were ready to vote are now apparently ready to donate, ready to volunteer, ready to do more and like move and just keep on doing even more than they were already doing, which is going to be the thing that takes us from the potential of like a victory on election night to, you know, to a bigger victory plus, you know, majorities in the in, in the House and Senate, things like that. So, so in her memory, that's that potentially, you know, could happen. Um, the other thing I want to note, and I, I just, I, like, I got so choked up looking at this picture of all her, or of many, not all, of her mm-hmm. former clerks um, acting as honorary pallbearers, um, and you know, standing outside very socially appropriately socially distanced mm-hmm. and all of that um but like i cannot help but think that there are you know at least nine uh people in there who'd be who'd make pretty damn good supreme court justices one day and whether or not no matter how this fight shakes out or this election shakes out like they and there are people 
I, I believe like I, I, I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth now, Ivy, but people like us who are going to fight for these things over the long term. And um, I would love to see a number of those folks make not just the Supreme Court, but anywhere in the federal bench. So and and make this the, the court that we that we make these the courts that we need and the country that we need. So those are two, I guess, positive potential takeaways, mm-hmm. but just a gut wrenching week um with that news totally (sighs) um and it just the hits kept on coming after um the loss of rbg because there was a thought for about a half a second that our senators here in iowa would live up to their word and um and do what they did in 2016 which is hold open the seat because of a presidential election um uh, they decided that was not going to happen. And even though we're about a month away or five weeks away from from an election, they are going to press forward with this nomination. So I don't know why we expect anything different. Um, this I've gone on a rant about this with folks um, uh, elsewhere, but this is not a flip-flop to me. This is not, they're not flip-flopping on this. This is just them proving who they are. They are politically craven and their one goal is to get their agenda through by any means necessary and specifically when it comes to repealing health care they can't do it through the let to the legislative process now like they've failed and um and so uh they have to use the courts so they're suing to make that happen and they're going to make sure that they get their pick on the supreme court to make that happen that's what this is about so this is further defining who that you know reaffirming who they are so um ivy are you surprised by what they you know what they did i mean no i guess i don't expect anything different it's just very upsetting because as you mentioned the aca lawsuit that trump's bringing to the supreme court is in november and now he just gets to you know nominate a judge who will just do his bidding it's definitely disappointing especially that our senators, Ernst Grassley, aren't going to stand up against these anti-health care nominations. It's just horrible. I really think like the people should have a say right now, especially because you know it was RG, RBG's dying wish to not be replaced yep. until there's a new president. So I think that we all just really need to take action to do anything to count for this at this point. Let's see. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, and more kind of on that, this one's just really horrible, this next one. Literally minutes after RBG's death was announced, Joni Ernst's campaign sent out a fundraising email talking about how people should donate to her so that the next justice won't be decided by Democrats. I mean, I can't even begin to understand why someone would do this. And even if it wasn't her who directly pressed send, I mean, it was someone from her campaign. It says a lot about her tax tactics, and she clearly just doesn't put like people above politics. I think that's really clear. It's it's un it's un it's unreal um and i cannot even imagine what they would say if we did anything if like a democrat did anything like that so um the last news item um is the there was a statewide debate last night between uh, on pbs between um marionette miller meeks and rita hart for the for the uh, second congressional district um just a, a variety of interesting things that came out of that debate. Um, but the one that I took away was when asked about whether or not, uh, 
uh, Marionette Miller Meeks would still support raising the retirement age for Medicare, she wouldn't. She didn't answer it, and um, it's kind of scary for people that need um, healthcare as they approach retirement, especially people who are planning on that um, as part of their as as, make, as they are making plans for what they're going to do as they get older, and maybe they can't work anymore. Um, they need to be able to rely on healthcare, and one thing that we've invested in and decided as a community is that we have we made a promise that seniors are not going to be without health care and um and so her saying that that promise is going to be broke could potentially be broken by you know extending that or delaying that is really scary um it's a really scary place to be um that was my big takeaway there are other things maybe i could mention about that specifically but but i want to see what you thought of the debate too ivy yeah, I mean, I'm really glad that you brought that up because seniors, obviously, especially right now, are going through a tough time with COVID, and then this right, just adds right. on to it. I don't understand why she would do that. But anyway, uh, that's disappointing. I think another thing was uh, she wouldn't answer about her stance necessarily on the Affordable Care Act. She wouldn't say, like, if she would necessarily, like, take it away. Like, she said that she was for pre-existing conditions, but in the past, she hasn't shown support for the ACA. So I think that's really frustrating because if they take away the ACA and they don't have a plan right now, not sure what people are supposed to do. So that was just frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Supposed to not have health care. That's kind of the point, right? Well, according to Ashley Henson, (laughs) not everyone wants health insurance anyway. Up next, we have hot takes on on interesting stories um, uh, in the news this week. We have a lot of um, a lot of birds, a lot of bird action happening. So Ivy, you want to take the, the first one about Chuck Grassley's tweets? Yeah, I don't think I can get through this without laughing. But anyway, <laughs> Chuck Grassley. Are you going to try and read the tweet? Oh, yeah. Oh, part of it. Okay. 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 So Chuck... We'll link to it too. But <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Chuck Grassley tweeted, if you lost your pet pigeon, it's dead in my front yard, my Iowa farm. Uh, and then it goes like at the end, sorry for bad news. I cannot, and the way he spells pigeon too, like P I D G I N. I don't even. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, Chuck Grassley has had some just incredible tweets over the years, but mm-hmm. this one um, may take the you know may take the cake. Mm-hmm. I, I like I, he just gets more and more bizarre, and I mean, like in all caps left leg green band no printed info like i mean I, it, it, like it's 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 almost a work of art like it's just just um an unintentional work of art so mm-hmm. well done senator grassley yeah. i guess using his platform for really important things for sure yeah, yeah. um next hot take is uh about president trump not saying if he'll leave the white house peacefully you know um so first of all, um, he's going to leave the White House if he loses. Mm-hmm. And if it's not peacefully, you know, I, th- I guess they could drag him out in handcuffs. I don't know. Like they could figure because if he loses, he will have no right to be there. Um, just like if Joe Biden loses, he would have no right to be mm-hmm. there. Um, but the bottom line here is that he knows he's losing. He's losing. The polls show he's losing. So when what do you do when you're losing? You try and distract. You try and intimidate people. You try and get them to not show up, make them think that the whole process is rigged. That's what he's doing. He's trying to cheat the system by doing this and because he knows he's falling behind. 
And the main way we can make sure that there's no question about the result, I guess one way or the other, mm -hmm. but there's no question about it, is to vote. Everybody's got to vote. Everybody has to vote. So vote anytime you see Trump doing something goofy, crazy, bizarre, remember, take it as a reminder to vote mm -hmm. because that's what he doesn't want you thinking about. Exactly. We only have about 40 days left to the election. We got to do it now. Uh, so this next one, uh, probably need a little help explaining this because I'm not even sure how to go about this. So mm -hmm. um, more birds, yeah, more birds more from birds. Republicans. So, um, so basically, uh, Henson's campaign put out this like campaign called Lefty like Chickenhauer something, trying to attack Abby Finkenhauer for not doing another debate, even though she just did one and she's back in Washington, like most of the time for the COVID relief bill trying to do that. I mean, what, what are your takeaways, Matt? So he, she, they, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like bum puzzled by this because they like for a campaign that is known for plagiarizing, like this is, it's straight out of a West Wing episode, first of all, running a chicken around um, after somebody who wouldn't debate, but you put it perfectly like Abby Finkenauer has debated. So mm -hmm. it doesn't really work at all. Like, because she did a debate, she's clearly not afraid of a debate, but I, I, I don't know. It's so bizarre. There's a number of levels of bizarreness, including the fact that they sent out an email to their campaign supporters saying that lefty chicken hour faced its fears by eating a chicken sandwich. So mm -hmm. There's a weird, like, is this chicken now a cannibal? Like, what the, there needs to be some, like, really better, like, character development for this, mm -hmm. for this chicken. Like, they didn't, they didn't really think this one through, I don't think. Exactly. I mean, even when I saw the first tweets, I was unbelievably confused. I just did not understand, like, what was going on with that. That was just something interesting. I don't think they did either. Yeah. I don't think they did either. They just thought, like, we need, we need to do something. Mm -hmm. We gotta do something. Let's, you know, this is another example of a distraction. Like, I'm sure they don't want to be talking about the fact that Ashley Hinson said that not everyone wants health care, mm -hmm. you know? So dress somebody up in a chicken suit. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. I guess that, 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 that'll take people's mind off of, you know, your votes to lower people's wages and take away their health care. Mm -hmm. um, um anything to distract but mm -hmm. no it's, it's it was very bizarre week in 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 uh um for uh, uh for birds and chickens and pigeons on the republican side of things exactly uh next up just a last thing so schitt's creek won a bunch of emmys this past sunday so did zendaya we stand zendaya but anyway really surprised that ernst didn't get one for her performance when she acted like she cared about the people voting before the president submitted a supreme court nomination Agreed, but also I have to tell you, I think I've seen like five minutes of one episode of Schitt's Creek. Never really seen it. How? So, I, I know. It's just hard. This is like the recurring pop culture episode yeah. where like I don't ever know what anything is. I know what it is. I get it, but like mm -hmm. I don't. I've never seen it, so well, or barely seen it. You're in luck because a lot of people who've seen it like wish they could see it again, and so you're in luck because now you get to yeah. watch it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Good. Um, next is our shout outs where we lift up great work happening all over the state and we would really like if you could send recommendations to at progress Iowa or at potluck FM. Um, this week we just wanted to kind of highlight a tweet by Rob San. Uh, so he shared a really sweet memory 
of Ruth Bader Ginsburg sending letters to the Des Moines Symphony. Um, yeah, did you see that one, Matt? Yeah, that was great mm -hmm. and really cool. And like, there's all these different pieces when someone this iconic and this notable passes away. Um, I, I think there's just a realization of like, gosh, how many lives did this person touch? And so here's a really great local example of that. We'll link to it in the episode. Um, but uh, but please check it out. Like it's very, it, it's really, really very cool. What a Week is produced by Progress Iowa as part of the Potluck Media Network and would not be possible without grassroots supporters like you. We are mixed and edited by Greg Howenstein. For more information, visit potluck.fm. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to leave us a five-star review and subscribe. See you next week on What a Week. Thank you.